It's the Urban Parlay with your host, Sandra DuBose. Vibe with the tribe that'll take your stress away. Right here on the Urban Parlay. Bonjour, and welcome to the Urban Parlay podcast with your host, Sandra DeBose. I know it's been a little while. You haven't seen me, right? Sandra, where have you been? Child. 2021 is a thing. It has been a thing. So if I can just be honest, I just needed a little bit of time to step away from the podcast and to work on some other projects. And so I've missed you so much. I've had this awesome opportunity to find some partnership and to kind of recalibrate all and, and this creative ideas about what we have in store for 2022. And before this show ends, I will share more about that wonderful surprise that I have for you. But right now I have a wonderful guest that I want to introduce to you. His name is Terrence. Staten, and I'll let him tell you more about who he is, but who he is to me is one of the coolest brothers I've ever met. Legit. He is a cool dude. He is so freaking smart and he's wise. He has a beautiful spirit. How I got to know Terrence is through his wife, Tiffany, and she is so talented and she's an author and she was a stage manager for um, a theater production that I was in. And she and I formed a beautiful connection, which is how I got to meet him. And so, and but that's how I formed a friendship with him. And in getting to know him, I realized that he has such a positive voice that really needs to be amplified, especially in times like this. So I asked him if he would come on and if he would um, share with us. We had, we, we get into all these wonderful deep conversations. So I said, I gotta have you on the Urban Parlay so that we can share and expand that conversation out into the world. I know that you are going to, enjoy him. So Terrence Staten, welcome to the Urban Parlay podcast and tell us more about yourself. Welcome, my brother. Well, Sandra, let me first say that I am so excited and I am thankful to be a part of the Urban Parlay. I had an opportunity to listen to some of your podcasts last season yes. and uh, the show is dope. Thank you. You know, I'm old school. I could use the word. Yes. <laughs> You're very hip. <laughs> Yes. It's very Some people say, ah, you're getting old, but no, I think I'm still cool. You You are cool. You're cool, dude. But but very (laughs) excited to be on this podcast. Very excited to hopefully um, add some uh, wisdom and some value uh, to your podcast going forward. Again, everyone, my name is Terrence Staten. I am a Washingtonian. I'm from Washington, D.C. Come on up top. Uh, Yes. Yes, it was once Chocolate City. Uh, we got some issues going on right now with gentrification, but okay. we are still well represented. I love my home. Yeah. Uh, here in Raleigh, North Carolina now, I've been here now for about eight, going on nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, as you mentioned, my lovely wife, Tiffany Staten, we've been married for 21 years. We just celebrated oh. our 21st anniversary uh, last week. I love that. I so love Two that. Two weeks ago. I, no, I'm, I'm 
actually in November, <laughs> November 17th. Yeah. So 21 years we've been together. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as my background, I've been in uh, marketing and sales. I've been in counseling. Uh, right now, I work for a nonprofit 501c3. We are a HUD certified housing agency. Um, aside of housing, we also work on getting people um, into homes, also careers, and most importantly, is we help get people, you know, with their finances. Um, I think finances is key to everything. So I am a director with Center for Home Ownership and Economic Development, it's the name of our agency. Yeah. Uh, we've been around since 2004 here in the Raleigh Triangle area, and we are continuing to grow. You know, we're looking to get into the housing development space. And so hopefully as of next year, we will actually be building some affordable housing for those who are in need. Nice. So I've been doing that now for about seven years. It's been a great journey. I've grown. I've seen a lot. And I'm just looking to continue to develop. Yeah. So if you are somebody who is in need of financial education, you, yes. know, you need to position yourself for home ownership. Or if you're looking to start a business, even if you're trying to, you know, get some education on how to start, develop, and grow your business, uh, we have, you know, development and training for that. We have workforce development programs. If you're somebody who's looking to transition into a new career, uh, we have a great course line for you there too. So again, we are a very multifaceted agency. We have a lot that we offer, and again, I am so grateful to be a part of the company's journey going forward. So. Yay. That's pretty much about me. I'm pretty much laid back. Yes. I love life. I love people. I love the spirit of community and collaboration. Yes. And I hope I can be some value to you moving forward. Yes, absolutely. And one of the other things that I love about Terrence is that he loves God. Um, mm-hmm. And so as a man of God, um, I always feel like he adds, you know, there's the conversations that we have in the natural, but then we can take it a little bit higher and talk about the spiritual development, which is how we got into this conversation that I felt like I really wanted to explore and share that with our audience today. So here we are. It's December 2021. We're getting ready for the Christmas season, whatever holidays you celebrate, Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, all of it, right? Some birthday shout out to the Capricorns. Y'all are not my favorite, but whatever. Happy birthday anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have some wonderful Capricorn friends. So shout out to all the December birthdays. Um, But we were talking about this reflective state, right? As we come to the end of the year and we think about all of us individually and collectively thinking about what have we learned in 2021? I mean, has it been a year or what? I mean, we really thought coming into 2021 that it would be somewhat different than 2020, but unfortunately it wasn't that much different, right? We did with the pandemic and everything, we did get to see some forward movement, but we're still kind of in that space, that gray area of as we're moving into this new year, we really don't know what to expect. That puts a lot of people on edge, even me. It's just like, what are we doing? Where are we going with this? But one of the things that I could say that I've learned through this pandemic experience, and I challenge you to think about that. What have you learned? What's one thing? I mean, I'm sure there's been many lessons, but what is one of the things that you've learned through this pandemic experience? Um, But one of the things that I've learned is that we have to keep moving forward. I can say that at the beginning of the pandemic, 
you know, because we didn't know what to expect, it was very much this pause. Let's just chill. Let's kind of get our bearings. Let's see what this whole thing is about. We got to wear masks. We can't, you know, it was just, we kind of had to wait and see what we were working with. But now we realize that this is a situation that's not moving through quickly. So we can't sit around and wait for it to end. In the midst of it all, we still have to find a way to be productive, to keep life moving forward. And we may have to adjust some things, but the, the goal is that we continue to do life even in the midst of a pandemic. And so we have to figure out what that looks like for us. One of the really interesting and exciting things that we've seen emerge as a result of this pandemic is people are leaving their jobs, right? It's the great resignation. I don't know where they're going, but people are like starting businesses, leaving their jobs. People that were working from home, they're not, they're like, I'm not going back into the office. Mm -hmm. That's a, it's tell to the no, no, no. I like working at home and I'm not, you know, it's like, it really woke us up to see that we have options. We can do life differently. It does not have to look just that one standard way that we had come to know. And it's really opened everybody up in their own way to say, what's important to me? Who am I anyway? What do I want out of my life? And it showed us that we have the power to create the experience that we really want to have. Everything is possible. Working remotely, starting your own business. It's forced us to come out of our comfort zone and explore our own selves in a brand new way. And so Terrence and I got into a conversation about 2022. I'm like, bro, yes. what's, what's your goals for 2022? What we doing? And one of the things he was talking about is that he doesn't do resolutions. You know, the typical, my New Year's resolution is that by, you know, the first, by the first quarter of the year, I'm going to lose 30 pounds and all of these different things that we commit to, which For some people can be a great goal setting opportunity. And maybe that is the thing. Having that date on the calendar is the thing that really drives you towards success of your goals. Some people that might work for many of us after the first week of January, we forgot what we said we was going to (laughs) do. So so what are we talking about? Right. But deeper than that, we have to start to look at what are the things that are really prohibiting us from achieving those goals. And so Terrence, talk a little bit about what we started to open up in terms of this detox of 2021 and not being able to really move forward into the new until we clean up the old. Can you talk about what your thoughts were about that? And the key words you said is detox. Yeah. You know, I want people to understand that it's okay to have declarations and resolutions and all these things, goals going into you know, the next year, there's nothing wrong with that. But the question I have is, is it realistic? Mm. You know, if you're somebody that do this every year, you know, <laughs> you have all these declarations and resolutions, I'm going to lose, like, you know, Sandra said, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I am going to lose know. that. I'm going to do it. And it's okay, but what <laughs> happens when you don't hit that mark? Mm. You know, oftentimes, you know, we set these goals, these very yeah. lofty goals, mm-hmm. and when we don't meet them, you know, our momentum is gone. You know, mm-hmm. we become depressed because we didn't meet our mark. Yeah. You know, we're putting all of this pressure on us on ourselves to perform sure. because we have not hit the mark. Yeah. So my principle is let's look at detox. Yeah. Let's take what we've learned from the year prior 
all our successes, our mistakes. Mm -hmm. Reflect on our mistakes. And now it becomes adjustment. What adjustments do I need to make going into the next year? Right. Because there are some things that you've done quite well. And there's some things you didn't do so quite well. And that's okay. Right. Because life happens, right? right? But life has always been about the adjustment, not the declaration. Mm. So what I would say to you is, if you're somebody like me and you think like me, what is the new adjustments I'm going to make going into 2022? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. We use the word detox. <clears throat> Detox is another way of saying that we're going to prune all this. We're going to purge. We're going to get all that stinky thinking yeah. out of us. Right. You know, we're going to get all these mistakes. Right. We're going to get all the bad relationships mm. that we have. Yeah. Right. We're going to seek healing in areas that's going to put you in position to be the best you. Right. So that starts when you lead by adjustments. Let's mm -hmm. talk about adjustments. And once we know what those adjustments are, yeah, then we can properly detox. And then you feel a whole lot better about your situation as you're going into right. the new year and also throughout the year. Right. And so that's what we were talking about, just properly defining reflection, adjustments, and right. detox going yeah. into the new year. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we started to talk very candidly about is relationships. Right. Mm. And, and I just want to pause for a second because I had the opportunity, just a little recommendation. I have no connection to this movie, but it is something that I ran across and I thought this is good. I want to share it with you. There is a movie on, I think, Amazon Prime. It's called Emotion 2.0. Now, yeah. for some people, it might be a little. I don't know, kooky or hoity-toity. I mean, but but for people like me who are open to new ideas, you mm -hmm. know, um, perspectives, you know, it's it's something that you kind of say, huh, you know, I, I'm always exploring different mm -hmm. people's belief systems, right? So emotion 2.0, but basically what it was talking about is how we energetically, it, it's like 90%, I wrote it down, it was like 90% of our lives is subconscious in terms of our thought process right? We're not, we're not fully aware of the programming. And so because we might be holding these belief systems, whether we're conscious of it or not, it is, in, it is informing the way we show up in the world, what we expect, what's happening in our bodies, and what we're creating and or repelling from our lives, right? And so when we talk about cleaning up this detox, it's also cleaning up those thoughts those relationships and it forces us to really look at what are the relationships in my life showing me about me? Am I happy in those relationships? What am I learning, you know, through those relationships? Are they mutually beneficial? And so sometimes, you know, it's like doing that deep dive. You really can't get to your next until you really figure out where you truly are right now. So the challenge is really to take this deeper assessment of where are you? So for example, if I say to you, um, you know, if you're saying to me, I want to make more money, I want my business to be blessed. And then I say to you, well, what are your true beliefs about money? Like you've always had this blockage. You can't certain seem to get past a certain point in your business. What is really happening there? Could it be that there are some deep held beliefs about money 
Maybe mm-hmm. you are self-sabotaging your business. Maybe you sure. need to believe bigger. Maybe you need to have greater faith. Maybe it's something that's happening inside of you that you really need to heal and shift in order for you to be able to reach that next level. And so that's part of this detox process. And so when we look at the different areas of our lives, our financial life, okay, what, what's happening in your finances? Is your credit jacked up? I mean, we've got Terrence. He's got programs. We can help you, <laughs> right? Absolutely. We can get you, we can get you um, into some classes and some, you know, I mean, at some point, let's just talk about finances a little bit. You know, finances, I heard a pastor, uh, I think it was a pastor, but someone once said, like, if you want to know where your values are, let me see your bank account. Where are you really spending your money? And then I could tell you what's really important to you. And so sometimes, especially those of us, you know, when you get into backed into a corner with your finances, if you're experiencing a lot of debt um, and a lot of challenges in that area, a lot of times, and I know I've been through this, I've, oh my God, I'm like a recovering debt person. Thank God that I've been able to get my life out of that rut. But it was so embarrassing. We think about the emotional toll that debt and all of that has on you, how that feels for you. You're embarrassed about it. You don't really want to even look at it. It's really easy to put your head in the sand like an ostrich and say, I don't want to deal with it. When the bills come in, you tuck them away. I don't even want to open it because it could be so overwhelming and you can't figure it out. And sometimes you just want to kind of ignore it and not pay attention to it. And I'm just using finances as an example, but that same behavior shows up in other areas of our lives. And it's not until you sit down and you tell the absolute truth, you open up the mail, you look at the bills, you write down what you've been spending, you look at your account and you see that you spent $200 in Starbucks this month. Mm. You know, like, come on, what are we talking about? Like, did I legit, you kept swiping, you kept swiping, you have that, had to have that tall caramel macchiato. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You just, it makes you feel good. I deserve this. Swipe, swipe, swipe. And then it, it adds up. And then you're at the end of the month, like, yo, how much did I spend in that? Going back, you know, and that's the, this is the kind of thing that we're talking about. Take a look at yourself. When you look at your money and you see, I have a, someone that I know who smokes marijuana and that's your business. But I said, how much would you say that you spend a month in marijuana? Cause it makes you feel relaxed. It helps with your anxiety. And this person said $440 a month because they go see their connect every two weeks and they spend $220 every time they get paid. They put it in a budget, right? That when I get paid, I go get me $220 worth of the stuff that I need to last me. Now that's a very, you're talking about $440 a month on something like that. Think about where that money could be going. Then you're telling me you ain't got no money. You mad because you broke? Really? What you doing with your money? You know what I'm saying? So these are the truths that we have to begin to look at for ourselves and see what's driving me and how can I begin to do things differently? Because you setting goals for 2022 mean nothing if you don't clean up the problems in 2021. What are your thoughts about that, Terrence? I know I just, let me get off my soapbox, but you know how I get, ex- <laughs> how I get excited about that thing, but go ahead. <laughs> 
No, you are excited and you're well within your right. You know, think about um, finances. And I thought you raised some great points. The mm-hmm. key word that I pulled out from that was behavior. Behavior. So your behavior oftentimes dictate your ability to, to plan effectively for your money. Right. And sometimes your behaviors are motivated by how you feel about yourself. Come on. You know, um, if you're somebody who always feel like externally you have to look a certain way, you have to continue to uh, keep up with the Joneses senses or keep right. up with the Joneses. Sure. So you will spend a lot of your time and your money yeah. on perfecting the external of yourself. Right. But internally, you're still dealing with a lot of uh, emotional turmoil that you haven't quite, you know, got counseling for or you haven't quite got healed from. Maybe you think you're ugly. Maybe you think you're fat. Maybe you think you whatever. Yeah. A lot of times it's that behavior, Mm -hmm. those emotional behaviors, as I mentioned earlier, stinking thinking, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. gets deep into your wallet. Yes. Start spending those stuff that you really don't need. Yeah. Well, you tell yourself, well, this is going to make me feel good right now. Mm-hmm. Or this is going to make me look better. Right. Or I'm going to be able to get this girl. I'm going to be able to get this man. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I appear as though that I have more money than I really have. So now you're spending your whole income check <laughs> right. a week yeah. on a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's in addition yeah. to what you already spent on your outfit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, you know, I, I I remember Sandra coming up in D.C. going to the club. Back in and your day, Mr. Back Mar- in my day, you Mr. know. Mar- in, in over 20 years. I mean, what happened yeah. back in your day? In the 90s. Okay. You know, this, this, this is when uh, hip-hop was at its finest. You yeah. know, this is when you had Bad Boys real hot. Yeah. You yes. know, um, Lil' Kim and, you know, Big right. and all them guys. Yeah. And Gucci was the thing. Okay. Everybody wanted to wear Gucci. Right, right. So you can imagine what Gucci costs. Right. But guys was wearing them. Yeah. yeah. Also that they can go to a club mm-hmm. no more than two hours to impress a female. Right. So you can imagine how much money they spent on the clothes, the alcohol, and just profiling. Were you guilty of that too? I mean, come on, no, tell us. Oh no, I wasn't. No, I never, I never believed in that. No, oh, okay. No, no I wasn't. No. <laughs> Look, that you that was no not my belt. struggle. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm I'm a fashionable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I believe in deals. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. I know that's you right. You would never hear me spend a thousand dollars on a Gucci shirt. Right. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's I not can't gonna happen. It. It's, it's not gonna happen. Gotcha. But the point I'm making is, and you said another word I thought was key is how we condition. Condition. You know what I'm saying? DC yeah. was a very status quo town. Everybody was about the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, being, you know, fashionable. You know, that's uh, city life, mm-hmm. city life, you yeah, know, and so yeah. as you say, keeping up the Joneses, just yeah. the Joneses, I'm sorry. So, yeah, you know, that that's how we were conditioned. We were competing against each other. We were individuals. Right. You know, and so as we get older in life, you know, as we have kids, you know, as we grow in our spiritual and, you know, we have all these newfound principles in life, we go back and we realize what the hell was I thinking about? Right. I can't believe I did that. Right. What's going on with me? And I ain't even get the girl. Yeah, right. 
All I got is these nice shoes. Yeah, yeah. Or the guy I went out with, shoot, he ended up being a jerk. And I done sat here and spent, you know, $400 money. on my hair. You sure. know, just yeah. stuff like that, you know. So sure. it's really a, uh, a mental, emotional thing. Um, I think if you could really sit back and do a self inventory on yourself and to be you know, blatantly honest with yourself. You know, mm -hmm. why do I have to do this? Why am I doing, doing this? these things? Something that I picked up, yeah. you know, from the environment I was raised in. Okay. Uh, is this something that's been passed down? Is it something that's like a revolving door mm. that I need to cut short? I mean, it's so many different things that ties into the action. Yeah. That's just the byproduct. Right. You got to now get to the root. So when I'm doing these financial education classes, yes, mm -hmm. I am looking at it from the lens of what you're doing with your money, but I'm also looking at it from the mental. Yeah, your your right? relationship to your money. Right, your process. Mm -hmm. You know, what is your mental process when you spend money? If you have, and you know, I have these conversations with my mom a lot. Okay. <laughs> and my mom is like, she's that person, if I hit the lottery, <laughs> and I do this. <laughs> what would you do? Okay. Right? Because mm -hmm. her whole thing is, and I keep telling mom, I don't think you're content here in Raleigh. I think she wants to move back to DC. Okay. But because DC has gotten so expensive. Yes. You know, she's thinking lottery. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I hit the lottery. <laughs> I'm out of here, right? <laughs> I can go back to DC and get the house I want. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. I'd be like, well, mom, let's think that through. Let's unpack that for a second, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Realistically, what happens if you don't hit the lottery? Does that stop life? Does that end life for you? For you, sure. There's other things you can do with your money. Mm -hmm. You can get into investing your money right. in real estate, stocks, whatever that looks like, right. right? Right. But take the money that you're bringing in now have a realistic portfolio and then perhaps you can position yourself a couple of years from now to get the house you want. Yeah. So if you compare that to the time that you're waiting to hit the lottery, which is a crapshoot. And the money that you're spending. And the money you're spending for the ticket. Because you got to be in it to win it. You got to be in it to win it now. If you add up how much money, <laughs> money. you spend annually on those lottery tickets. That's it. That's it. You. That's the money. Then, and look at it, and then right. when you hit, yeah, you're only paying yourself back if that you breaking even, right? You're breaking even. So <laughs> again, it's the mentor. It's, it's how the... you process. It's how you think. It is, you know, think it through. So the thing of it is, you know, I tell mom is mm -hmm. you got to get away from that lottery mentality. The term they called it, but it's actually a name for it. Uh huh. And I said, you know, that lottery hustle, man. A lottery hustle. <laughs> It's a lottery. Oh, mom has a science. <laughs> she has a process. She has a routine. Has she ever won anything? Like, is, has she, she ever won wins. big? Okay. No, she hasn't won the big one yet. Not oh, trust me. If she won the big, big one, one. <laughs> she'd be up in D.C. right okay, now. Okay, got you. <laughs> got you. I think, I, yeah, mm -hmm. I think I think it's interesting that you, that you said that. And I was just really, because um, you said mom is in Raleigh, where we are. Mm -hmm. but she's a washingtonian as well right she was was she well actually she was born and raised from here okay. state of north carolina she actually moved to dc 
and okay. have me. So I'm born from D.C., but she's from um, here in North Carolina. Okay, but she wants to go back to Washington. Yes. Got you, got you. And it, like she said, it is very, very expensive. And I think it's it's really interesting when we talk about, I was I just finished reading Will Smith's new book, right? Mm. Which I absolutely loved. So I another recommendation. Okay, so we've got the movie Emotion 2.0. And now we've got Will Smith's book, which is, I think it's just called Will. And mm, I saw I, that. it was wonderful. And I would even say, listen to the audio book because he's narrating and he's funny and he's rapping and he makes it really entertaining. So I very, very much enjoyed it. But one of the things that he said um, in that, in his book was, he was talking about when he moved from Philly to LA. And he said that, Picking the city that you live in is just as, and I'm paraphrasing, is just as important as picking your life partner. Mm -hmm. And this is something that really kind of came to me recently because I personally have been kind of going through my own, you know, where do I want to be? Is this, you know, because life changes, right? When we talk about this pandemic and all of the things that it brings up for people to really, like we're talking about, take a deep dive reflect and look at where you are, where do you want to be? Well, then that means that everything is on the table. Are you in the right job still? Is that, does that job still feed you? Are you in the right relationship? Whether it's friendship, whether it's romantic, does it still serve your highest good? Is that who you are today? Are you even in the right city or in the right industry? Let's consider all of those possibilities. So for me, I started to think about where do I want to be? And for him to say, you know, that where you live is just import, as important as your life partner. It is because you get into like the dynamic and the culture of that city. Does that energy feed you? Or is it, is, is you know, kind of being like, imagine if we all moved to like Alabama or some like, you know, racist town, you know what I mean? That it was like, we would be miserable. Like, I got to get out of here. The mentality of the people the energy, the vibe, like, hell no, this is not where I want to live. This, this energy, this, it does not feed me. It doesn't speak to me. And so we have to think about maybe that's something that, you know, if you need to a shift in your life, maybe it's about your, ex, in, your external environment as well. Maybe I need to uproot and plant myself into different soil because sometimes when we find that we're not growing, when we're unable to achieve the goals that we really set out for ourselves, maybe we're, we're trying to invest in ground that is not fertile for us. And it's, mm. it's the possibility of considering, am I strong enough? Am I brave enough? And do I have enough faith to repot myself in a bigger pot in different soil and, and see if there's an opportunity then for the growth that I know that I have the potential to have to emerge in different soil. So I just wanted to put that out there because I hear mom when she's like, I want to go back, you know, and those are some of the challenges. Our heart may be saying, you belong here. This is the vibe that you need to be in. But our finances might be saying, girl, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's always about to find this. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> the reality of it, like, oh, so what am I going to eat when I get there? Where am I going to live? You know, what am I going to do? which is a very frustrating thing. So as, as you are thinking about all of these things, I encourage you think about that as well, you know, and especially um, those relationships. And I know that 
one time we were talking, Terrence, and we were talking about having unhealed relationships, mm. right? Which really brought us to that detox. Um, and one of the things in the movie, just a little bit of a spoiler, it's, it's a character who they were talking about this, the breakdown of being hurt in relationships, which we've all had our share of heartbreaks and experiences. We're grown. We've been through some stuff, right? But it, how you have you really healed that? So for example, um, I have, you know, I've shared on the podcast before that I'm divorced. I was married for 21 years. And so for anyone who's been through a divorce or break up after a very long-term relationship, there are a lot, it's a healing process. I don't feel like everyone takes the time to fully heal. A lot of times we jump into new relationships without fully healing from the last one, which then shows up in that new relationship. But that's another story. That's another podcast. However, <laughs> um, but that is my experience, right? And so what the, what, what, what the movie was talking about is that if you don't heal up those things, those emotions, if I'm holding on to anger, if I'm holding on to unforgiveness, if I'm holding on to a general distrust of men because I have been betrayed or, you know, lied to or whatever, and I'm holding that subconsciously in my mind, but energetically in my body, when I meet someone, even though with my mouth, I may say, I want to be in relationship. The energy that that individual is going to pick up from me is something different. It's, it's like that repellent. What's like, there's an aura, there's a, there's a vibe, there's a something that makes them say, mm, that kind of spills out in the cracks of the little things I might say, slick out my mouth you know, even indirectly, those type of things. And so then you wonder, why can't I bring these, this relationship into my life, this loving relationship that I say that I want? And maybe it's because you haven't healed fully your heart from the last one. So I just want to put that out there, right? When we're, when we're talking about that. So it's showing in the movie, it shows this character basically cleaning that up, doing the detox, the emotional detox that we're talking about. And then you can see her vibe is different. She's showing up when she goes out, you know, the men are looking like, yo, what's that? She's got this glow, like, and, and it's attractive, right? Because it's, it's not just all just so tangible. It's a vibe. It's that energy when you walk in the room. So, you know, think about the relationships that you need to clean up, whether it be your family, whether it be you know, romantic relationships, whatever that is, what, what relationships do you need to really work on detoxing so that you can move into healthier relationships? Thoughts on that, Terrence? Well, you said it all, you know, I think about Solomon in mm -hmm. the scriptures. Didn't I tell and, you he you know, was a spiritual man? Come on with the word. Solomon, <laughs> if it's one thing that he prayed for and asked from God, it was a heart of wisdom. Okay. And you have to have wisdom about yourself. Now, do you feel safe in you? Safe or do you feel you. Is that what like you're you on fickle territory? Hmm. You kind of go as the wind. You're kind of all over the place, your yeah. emotions mentally. Yeah. Because you can't be sporadic in your movements. You got to okay. be still. Hmm. And so when we talk about detox, that's one of the principles that I believe one need to have is just being still. Hmm. 
you know, hear, know what the spirit is saying to you. Because again, I use the word pruning things out of your spirit sure. from one year to the next. Getting rid of some things, some toxic energy. Maybe mm -hmm. you've been flowing on low frequencies for a while. Maybe you have trust issues because you've been burnt, you've been hurt. Yeah. You know, you have all these negative experiences surround you to yeah. the point where now you just cold. Mm. You know, you calculate it. You don't open yourself up. You have yeah. defense mechanisms all over the place. Sure. Right? Yeah. So I think the key thing is, is that how do we get safe again? How do we begin to be free just to be who we are? Well, it starts from loving yourself. And loving mm -hmm. yourself is doing what it takes to get healing. You know, I say on another you know, podcast last year, mm -hmm. I said, you know, we as Black people, our problems are so convoluted and it's so complex. Yeah. We have so many issues because of everything that has been done to us, things that we see in media as a yes. black male, you mm -hmm. know, um, I have to be very conscious of what I say, how I look, how I present myself. Sure. Oftentimes I have to be a chameleon. I have to mirror back who's in front of me if they don't identify with the same color as me. Mm -hmm. So we're always under that microscope. We've yeah. always having to be somebody other than who we truly are. Wow. But somewhere along the ways, we don't work on who we are. You know, we still have some baggage. Yeah. We still have some pain. We still have so much going on inside of us. Sure. And so when we talk about detox, detox is that process, right? Where you're peeling back the layers. And you say, well, how did I arrive here? How did I get here? Mm -hmm. You know, I was at one time in my life, I was this person. Now I'm totally opposite of who I once was. Right. So when you talk about Sandra, and this is so good. Mm -hmm. When you talk about relationships, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The one word that I want to put in that is significance. Are you putting your significance in that relationship? Mm -hmm. and maybe you're not getting from that relationship you anticipated. Maybe it's worse off than what you thought it would be. And it's affecting you. Right. You love this person. Sure. You want to be with this person. Right. But maybe you have too much significance in this person. So when that person rides low or high, you ride high or low. Mm -hmm. You, you, you kind of in sync with that person. Their energy. Being your own person. Ooh, wow. But now we have a transference mm -hmm. of energy. Very negative, low energy. Yeah. And now you harboring that same energy. Now you feel in some kind of way and you just don't know why you feel that way. Wow. So a lot of times what I do is I journalize. Okay. I really journalize my thoughts. I always start with scripture. Okay. And, you know, I allow that scripture to just soak in, you know, and I think about the scripture and how it, it applies. Mm -hmm. You know, right now I have a scripture, if you don't mind. Please. Quick and easy. Yes, we need that. Bring it on. Yeah. And it says, uh, and I just had it. Here we go. So Proverbs 28, 26, those who trust in themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. Mm. So now I have to really look at myself and say, okay, well, when you say I'm trusting in myself, then a lot of times I can lie to myself. <laughs> yeah. I can say that everything is good when it really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I can say I'm happy knowing I'm not. 
Right. When you talk about, hey, am I in the right job? You know, is this really something I want to do for the rest of my life? Well, right. because I'm making good money, yes, but no, not really. Right, right. You know, I'm trusting a lie because I know I'm lying to myself, but yet mm -hmm. I'm accepting that lie because on some levels it's paying off, but it's not really what I really want. Sure. But wisdom say, no, stop lying to yourself. Okay. Wisdom says you don't like this job. Wisdom says this is a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. Can I keep it real? Come on, come on, please, please. Even if the sex is good. <laughs> what? I don't know about People all think that. because the sex <laughs> is good, it's worth the relationship. No, it isn't. No, if, it look, isn't. Yes, Lord, I'm unhappy. Yeah. Right? I always say, does your cons outweigh your pros? Right. That's always. And if it yeah. does, don't make agreements with yourself that I can work this out knowing you really can't and you shouldn't. So there's safety and wisdom. Yes. I love that you said that. I'm writing that one down. There is safety and wisdom. There is safety and wisdom. The question is, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. young men and young girls, mm -hmm. <laughs> do you adhere to the wisdom? That's the question. Because the spirit is always willing. Yeah. But it's the physical that has to align with the spirit. That part. And so yeah. a lot of what you said, Sandra, was great. Yeah. If I had to add anything to it, that would be my stance on it. Yeah. And that's what I think of. Because, you know, Sandra and I, we were talking mm -hmm. about, well, what should we talk about? What, what should be the first thing that we talk about going into? Because there's so many things we want to talk about. <laughs> was like, well, you know, I don't want to do the typical, right. okay, guys, let's talk about declarations and right, you right. Know, all this stuff for the new year. You know, we don't want to be stiff and boring. Sure. We want to keep it real. We want to have we a We want to keep it real. Yeah. So what I say to Sandra, I say, well, we can talk about that, but mm -hmm. bring it from a different angle. Right. right? Because right. COVID. If it's one positive thing that I can take away from COVID, okay, is that it slowed everything down. Down, yeah. And people had an opportunity to come up for air mm. and really evaluate what is going on around them, right. what is going on within them. And the, yeah. Now, yeah. some people didn't like what they saw. <laughs> that part. <laughs> you know, we, we, we have couples that didn't make it yeah oh yeah married couples that divorced yeah because right. they stuck in the house with each other and they didn't like what they saw they couldn't run from their partner anymore they couldn't run they couldn't hide they I'm, in your face absolutely some of them want to give away their kids but yeah. you know what <laughs> You said you at least stuck with the kids, but you, I could get rid of the kids. I got to keep. Right. <laughs> but what's so sad, Sandra, yeah. is that many people committed suicide. Okay. Talk about that. Yeah. Many people got depressed. Oh yeah. And they lost hope. Mm -hmm. They lost faith. They lost their loved ones, mm -hmm. their jobs, their homes. Oh yeah. You know, so these are things that that are real Man, and it's really in your face and still happening we're still, still happening that's the thing we're still in it we're still in it and so 
right? A lot of people don't want to slow down because they don't want to associate with that pain that comes with it, <sighs> which is really another defense mechanism. Totally. Avoidance. Absolutely. Always keeping busy. Always. Can't be by yourself. You got to be with somebody. Yes. Yeah. But God is slowing things down. One, so that you can check back in with him. Yes. That's that, that's number one reason. Mm-hmm. It's bringing you back to him. We are in the end, the final days. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're witnessing right now, not going to get too sure. spiritual. Sure. But what we're witnessing right now is the natural proceeding the supernatural. There's a supernatural thing going on as well. Sure. Between good and evil. There is a battle for you. Yes. Your mind, your spirit. <laughs> And so we can't afford as people to get so caught up that we miss gossips, it. Yeah. You know, the self-defeating type things that we hear in our music, our movies, yeah. all the things that we're learning in school is kind of been watered down. There's just a lot of things right now that's attacking your spirit yeah. demonically. Yes. And if you're not aware of what's happening to you and what's going on around the world, right? And you're gonna miss the mark. So I always tell people that look at you going into the new year from a different perspective. That's why I said let's redefine some words that we've been conditioned and programmed to use. Sure. Declarations. Mm-hmm. Resolutions. Resolutions, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. No. Yeah. Let's talk about adjustments. Mm-hmm. What adjustments do I need to make? Am I rushing to okay. do something that's not in my wheelhouse to do right now? Or my season? Is it your season to do? Yeah. I tell somebody the other day, look, these are great opportunities, mm-hmm. but it's not for us right now. Yeah. And oftentimes we get so impulsive, mm-hmm. move on something because we think it's a great idea we can make a lot of money or we're competing with other people or you're competing right 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 social media social media make you feel like you're failing like everybody else is achieving so you have to hurry up because you want to make sure that you have something to post too look people i'm doing stuff it's like turn it off oh the kardashians make me sick People be like, Terrence, why are you hating on the Kardashians? It's what they represent. It's what they represent. Everything is great. They got right. all this money. They can yeah. buy mansions all over the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got the latest car, the best latest outfits, the best Botox and, and Brazilian <laughs> butt lifts, everything. Yeah. I, I'm just like, <laughs> you, know, you, you know that's not the real world though right yeah. not, not everybody living that leverishly you know what i'm saying sure. but here yeah. we are here we you are. know the kanye west oh yeah you know i cheat i spent fifty thousand dollars on dinner like yeah right you know so yeah. we live in that culture mm-hmm. and it's unhealthy because as you say competing you know yeah. we're always competing against other people mm-hmm. you know to prove what exactly Exactly. Exactly. And I I love, I love, I'm going to interject here because I just wanted everyone to get a taste of what you can expect. Because one of the things that I decided would be really helpful for this Urban Parlay podcast and these level of conversations is to balance it out with that 
with that um, male and female energy and perspectives, right? And so what I've asked Terrence to do was to be my co-host. So in this next season in 2022, you will see a lot more of Terrence Dayton because I've only got the Sandra DeBose perspective, but he brings a whole nother element, which really kind of helps us to balance out to hear different perspectives. We're going to, in this world that we're in right now, just like touching on what Terrence is talking about, we don't want to get too deep or too spiritual because everybody has different belief systems. However, we do, it is time for us to stop being so surface and to be so shallow and being so caught up. Our intention is that we can be a voice that you can listen to that will impart something in your spirit and in your mind that will cause you to wake up and not only wake up, but to rise up because we really need to get to a whole nother level of consciousness because if you're paying attention, we are falling asleep at the wheel. We have been lulled to sleep by the world and the devices of the enemy that have kept us kind of going into, you know, the things that are happening with our social media that are subsequently impacting our young people in the next generation. We don't have time to be asleep at the wheel. We have to wake up, especially as, as people of color. We got to start to pay attention to what's happening. We got to start to take a stand. We have to start first take paying attention to ourselves as individuals and then shifting collectively. I know that it gets overwhelming. When I watch the news, I see the foolishness that's happening on social media and we can get really um, discouraged and frustrated and be like, what is happening? Where is this going? Like, it's like a train that has derailed. Is there anybody in that caboose driving this train? And I'm here to tell you, yes, that would be you. And that would be me. And so it's for us to get back into a space where we are, as the village, we're having more deeper, higher vibrating conversations about the things that are really important. We don't have time to talk about the Kardashians and spending all our energy on what the celebrities are doing because they live a different life than we do. They signed up for something different. But for those who are living ordinary lives, you know, we're just trying to take care of our family, fulfill our purpose in life, stay healthy, be happy, be balanced, and, 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 and have a life where God will be pleased with us. You know, more simple than that. We don't have time to be worried about what they are doing because we have to make sure that our lives, we're, we're creating the quality of life that we really want to have because we do have to figure out how, what are we going to do about the, the rate of suicide and depression rising? What are we gonna do about our kids and the fact that they are the ones who are a big number in terms of the suicide rates and the depression and all of those kind of things? How are we gonna get back on track? Those of us who are 40 years and older and we remember the good times, the good old times that me and Terrence like to talk about. You know, the 90s, we had that structure of mommy and daddy and those values that were instilled in us that don't exist so much in our world, they're being watered down and we have to begin to pull it back in the ways that we can. So we want to be that voice. We want to be able to have a different level of conversation where we can go just a little bit deeper to wake ourselves up, to invigorate ourselves, to bring that power back, that fire that we feel empowered that, you know, like I said, there are things that we cannot change that are happening in our world, but in spite of them, we have to figure out how can we move forward? We got to keep that needle moving forward. And this is the forum that we want to be able 
to provide that opportunity for you to tap in to a higher vibration, have some fun. Everything's not heavy, but everything is important. It's a part of our lives. And we want to be able to share that with you and open up that space. So I invite you to continue to stay tuned. Uh, we're in production now with um, a lot of those conversations and we'll be presenting that to you. Check it out on my YouTube channel, Sandra DeBose. Uh, you'll be hearing a lot more of Terrence Staten and his wisdom and his, you know, his great personality and perspective. There will, there will be some topics that are just for men only, you know, the man cave conversation, because as a black man in this world, there's so much that we need to discuss. We need to hear their hearts. We need to find out what's on their minds and we need to give them a space where they can share what's really going on inside. So Terrence, thank you for sharing with us today, for agreeing to partner with me as co-hosting on this journey to bring this great level of conversation to our audience. Any last words from you, Terrence? Well, I would say, Sandra, again, ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat yeah. this year. Uh, thank your lucky stars that Sandra had an opportunity just to stay still and listen. Yeah. And because of that, she's going to have some amazing topics for you that's going to help you develop and grow. And as she said, going into a new year, raising your higher level of vibration. Yeah. So I'm very excited to be on the show. I can't wait to our next segment. Yeah. And hey, happy holidays to everyone. May you have peace and blessing mm -hmm. with you and your family. Amen. So take care. Yes, indeed. I echo that. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Christmas. Look, I can't say. So. That's okay. Come on in anyway. Let your heart be light. Um, <laughs> From now merry, on. Merry <laughs> I'll travel to the other side. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Yes. Stay connected to this podcast. Um, more great things in store. We are journeying through this life together. So thank you for listening to the Urban Parlay podcast. I am your host, and this is my co-host, Terrence Staten. That's right. And we will be back with more really soon. We love you, and we look forward to rocking out 2022 with you in a big way. All right? We'll mm, see you stay next Stay classy, my friend. Stay classy. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Urban Parlay Podcast. If you have enjoyed this content, please go ahead and subscribe and then invite all your friends. Tell them to come hang out and vibe with your new tribe. If you would like to support with a donation, you can do so via Cash App at dollar sign Urban Parlay Podcast and via PayPal at paypal.me forward slash Urban Parlay. Thanks. It's the Urban Parlay. Vibe with the tribe right here on the Urban Parlay.